Blog Talk Radio. All right, good evening, everybody, and welcome to Golf Talk Live. I'm your host, Ted Odorico, and uh, we're starting a brand new season here on the show. Of course, uh, always excited to be on air and took a little bit of a hiatus from uh, just before uh, Christmas in 2017, just a, a little bit of a break so I could get ready for this season, um, but glad to be back on the air. In fact, actually, I was on the air this past Tuesday on uh, the other program that I uh, host uh, the Women of Golf show every Tuesday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, of course, with my good friend and co-host, LPJ professional Cindy Miller. So if you didn't hear that, I'll tell you how you can tune in uh, and listen to the archive uh, or the recorded version if you were not able to join us live this week. But uh, So this is actually second, uh, my second official uh, broadcast of, of 2018. My, my first one, of course, was this past Tuesday. Um, but welcome to the show. Got a great guest, one of my uh, favorite guests and, and uh, fast becoming a, a really good friend of mine. Uh, Mr. Byron Casper, of, uh, of course, son of the late uh, Billy Casper. Uh, he's a professional golfer and uh, has been a member of the International PGA since 1997 and uh, also was the co-founder of the Billy Casper Golf Schools and Academies. And uh, fairly new, but uh, he's now the National Golf Ambassador uh, for a great organization called Links to Freedom. So we're going to talk a little bit about that uh, when I bring him out here in just a few moments. But uh, let me remind everybody, of course, we are live on Thursday evenings uh, from 6 to 8 p.m. Central or 7 to 9 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time for those of you on the East Coast, and that would be 4 to 6 uh, p.m. for those of you out in uh, the West Coast, out in California. And uh, the time zones in between, of course, uh, you'll have to figure that one out yourself. But anyways, thanks for joining us uh, here live on the broadcast. Uh, quickest way to find us, of course, is go to blogtalkradio.com. And uh, up in the search key, you can type Golf Talk Live and that will bring you to the main page. And as I said, we are live Thursday evenings. Um, but for some reason, if you can't join us live, not to worry, just visit that link uh, at any time after tonight's broadcast and just scroll down. You'll find the on-demand section, and uh, you'll see all of the previously aired shows, including tonight's, uh, will be there front and center. Um, if you prefer to listen on a different uh, uh, medium platform, you're welcome to listen at uh, iTunes.com, Stitcher.com, or now TuneIn.com. Uh, or if that's one of your preferred uh, listening venues, you're welcome to, uh, to go there. And again, just type in Golf Talk Live under the podcast section, and you'll be able to pick it up um, there as well. Um, but we're glad, for those of you tuning in live, uh, we're glad that you're doing so. And if you want to call in any time during the live broadcast and speak with either myself or any of the guests, you're welcome to do so by calling area code 646-716-4667. Uh, or if you can email any questions or comments to me about the show uh, to ted.golftalklive at gmail.com and also if you're somebody in the uh, golf profession you don't necessarily have to be a teacher or a coach uh, maybe you uh, are an entrepreneur or maybe you've written a great golf book that you'd like to share with the audience by all means feel free to reach out to me personally at again ted.golftalklive 
at gmail.com, and I'll uh, certainly uh, be more than happy to uh, get you into the mix. Uh, of course, all through uh, social media, you can find me uh, on my Facebook page, uh, through Twitter. My Twitter handle is Ted and Buck CEO, CEO in capital letters, and also on Twitter under my personal name and on Facebook as well on my personal name, and that's Ted Odorico. Um, but thanks for joining us tonight, and uh, don't forget, coming March 1st, uh, we're just doing a few light programs, if you will, here for the next uh, few weeks, but coming March 1st, uh, we'll be uh, bringing back, of course, one of my favorite segments, uh, the Coach's Corner panel. Got everybody lined up. We've pretty much uh, got the whole season booked already uh, on the panel for, with some great professionals, many coming back again for second, third, even fourth years now, uh, and some new ones along the way as well. So make sure you tune in for that. So that's going to be beginning March 1st. We'll be bringing back the Coach's Corner panel, and then, of course, that will follow uh, with uh, a great interview with my very special guest of whatever uh, particular evening it is. But um, March 1st, as I said, Coaches Corner will be coming back uh, to the program, so make sure that you uh, put that date on your calendar as well. Um, as I said, um, I've got a great uh, friend of mine who's going to be joining me here, and uh, I'm, I'm really excited to have him, and I wanted to choose him really to start the new year off well. As I said, we, we uh, communicate quite a bit off-air uh, over, the, over the year and uh, really enjoy – um, talking with him, not just about golf, but a lot of other personal things as well. It's always nice to have a, a good friend or buddy, if you will. Um, and it just happens we both have a passion for the game. And uh, we've become very, very good friends since uh, I originally interviewed his father uh, a number of years ago. And, uh, of course, I've had him many times as well. So let me bring him out. I've already given you a little bit of background, and then we'll uh, uh, have a great conversation. So uh, my friend Byron, welcome to Golf Talk Live for the first show of 2018. Well, you know, I guess the best thing for me to say is Happy New Year, Ted. Um, and yeah. uh, I, I'm excited <laughs> to be here. Well, I appreciate it, uh, as always, Byron. And, um, you know, we've we've developed, a, I think, a pretty good friendship over the last several years. And, and uh, um, you know, we, we both, uh, as I said, share a passion for this game. And uh, I couldn't think Very of a better much. way to start the, the 2018, yeah, 2018 season than having you as my first guest of the year. So um, we're not going to do, the, obviously, the, fir- the full two-hour show uh, tonight, Byron, but uh, we'll, we'll squeeze a little bit more than an hour in. I'm sure we can find lots to talk about. I know you've got some new exciting things that you want to share, and um, we- we'll do a little reminiscing as well. So let's, let's start there first. Let's talk about your dad. Um, you know, it's been now, what, uh, a couple of years uh, since he's passed. And uh, I know, yeah, as uh, not only yourself, yeah, yeah three everybody years misses him. I know a yeah. lot that your family. Yeah, th- well, three years now. Wow. Um, let's talk yeah, a little bit about him. For believe. those that, that may, maybe have been living under a rock for the last, uh, you know, 30, 40 years and maybe aren't familiar, explain a little bit who Billy Casper was. Uh, obviously, he was your father, but uh, uh, just for the, the uh, new listeners out there, um, just explain a little bit who he was for those that may not know him. Yeah, of course. Um well, you know, I was I'm privileged to to have a father that uh, was a dad as well as uh, an incredible golfer. Um, uh, he was my hero from the moment that I knew what a hero was, um, because he was larger than life, um, and he had uh, as much time as as anybody else for his kids and and his friends and family. Um, but his career was was nothing short of ordinary to be. I mean, extraordinary because. Um, you know, you're talking about a, a young boy who didn't even have shoes until he was six years old. And if you look at his starting point in life and you look at where he ended with 70-plus grandkids and great-grandkids with a 
uh, a status of being in the top ten um, of the all-time great golfers. Um, his PGA Tour record alone um, puts him number seven in the world for uh, the most mm. most victories. Um, he's got records with the Ryder Cup. Uh, he's got Varden Trophy records. And, you know, this is, again, a, a kid who started from the real very, very basics in life um, and rose to great heights because of a passion for the game and also a need to provide for his family. Um, and so, you know, he, he I would suggest that, that he really is worth, uh, you know, Googling and, and checking out because – uh, his story is one that is ex- extremely unique and one that we don't really hear a lot about nowadays. Right. And, you know, one of the things, um, well said, by the way, Byron, one of the things that, uh, you know, really impressed me about your father, um, and obviously I know part of it is um, a generational thing, you know, during, you know, his heyday, if you will, um, television, you know, uh, golf was was really very early uh, on television, so there there wasn't as much uh, going on then visually that way uh, as there is, of course, in today's uh, golfing world. So, you know, we didn't get to know, uh, unless you really followed golf, you didn't get to know a lot of the players as, as much as you do now. But what was always mm-hmm, very interesting mm-hmm. about your father was uh, that, that struck me on a personal note was, number one, he was very, very humble and very appreciative of all that golf had given him and uh, of course, he wanted to reciprocate and give back not only to the game but to others uh, who may be uh, in a position that could use a hand up or, or a leg up, whatever the case may be. And we're going to talk about that in just a second about uh, the Billy Casper Youth Foundation. But mm-hmm. you know, that was what struck me and impressed me a lot was even more so than all of his accolades that he earned in golf, which is, as you pointed out, and you just really scratched the surface, um, was really. Um, and, and, you know, very impressive on its own, but was the fact that he was very humble about it. You know, he wasn't braggadocious about it. He didn't go around saying, hey, look at me, I've won X number of tournaments or multi, you know, major winner, that sort of thing. Uh, he went out, he did his, his, his job on the golf course and, and obviously had success because of his skill, um, but he was very appreciative and very humble throughout the whole process. And obviously that had to have left a very lasting impression on you, Correct. Oh, I mean, very much so. You know, I, as an adult and as a golf pro now, I find myself oftentimes, um, you know, really looking for that balance um, of confidence and um, complete confidence in your ability when you're competing uh, or teaching um, and leaving that at the door and just being, you know, a family man and a friend and a father and a you know husband, etc. You know, my dad, set the ultimate example for me um, and I think for a lot of people and that he always had time for those around him and um, you know I'll share a quick story um, about a Mm. a senior tour player by the name of Horace Brown and um, he's a uh, comes from a very fairly well-known family in San Diego uh, an African-American young man I say young man he's about five or six years older than me but um the story that he told me three years ago, you know, surprised me, but it shows what my dad was like all the way back in 1973. And that was when he was at the uh, San Diego open, um, Horace was six, seven years old. And um, as my dad was walking on Saturday to the tee box, uh, he noticed Horace standing all alone and 
he put his arm around his shoulders and said, hey, kid, looks like you need a hot dog. And I went and bought him a hot dog, talked to him for a couple minutes, signed wow. his hat, and then went off to the first tee. Now, how many pros do you know that would do that in the middle of a tournament? Um, I don't know very many at all. So, you know, to me, that just right. kind of reconfirmed, I guess, the man that my dad has always been. He was He's always been, a, you know, a great golfer since he turned pro. But he's always been a great man with plenty of time for those around him. And so that's that's something I certainly take an example from in a big way. Yeah, and, and you know, interesting enough, you know, I, and I'm, I guarantee it, and I'm sure you can vouch for this because I know that I, I've seen many uh, posts and that through social media uh, with you and Horace together, so I know that you, you communicate with him. Um, I can guarantee you if you were to ask him that question, um, about that particular moment in his life, especially as a youngster, uh, I guarantee that stuck out with him even to this day. Uh, he would remember that very oh, yeah. fondly because that, you know, t- to any kid, um, but particularly, you know, somebody that was by themselves and, you know, sort of walking the course, um, for somebody like Billy to, you know, your father to walk up to him and, and do something like that and, you know, really, in a sense, extend a hand of friendship to somebody that he doesn't even know uh, is is something that we certainly uh, could use more of uh, in today's society. So that again just attests to the to the character that your father uh, uh, and the legacy that he's left. Um, in my opinion, is even bigger and greater than all of the uh, the trophies that he's uh, accumulated over the years. It just shows you, as you said, um, the type of man that he was, and um, and I think that's why he's uh, he's very uh, sorely missed. But um, I, I want to talk a little bit too, if we can, just for a moment, because I know that you're going to be uh, the family's going to be gearing up for um, his tournament uh, here in a few months, um, which obviously is, is designed to uh, generate money for his foundation, the Billy Casper Youth Foundation, and, or Billy's Kids, as it's often referred to. And this is actually a foundation that both uh, your father, Billy, and your mother, Shirley, um, put together to help out uh, you know, local uh, high school uh, initially and, and has gone on to just grow and grow and grow. Um, that was something. Talk a little bit about that as well, how important that was for him uh, and that foundation and why he sort of uh, decided to do that. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going to I'll point out two things. Um, the first is that, yeah, it's the uh, Billy Casper Youth Foundation. It was originally started to help out a, a local high school in San Diego, um, help their music program and raise funds um, for their music program. And after the first year, uh, my father and mother decided that it was such a success that they would really like to help as many kids um, around the country that they could. And so they created the Billy Casper Golf Classic. It's held uh, the first week in May at the San Diego Country Club, which is a beautiful, wonderful course that people will remember for the U.S. Women's Amateur recently. And it is a uh, it's just a wonderful day where people can come play golf, remember my father, Billy Casper, get some wonderful tea prizes, um, and um, and goodie bags, and lots of great food and great auction items, and um, and they really made a difference in you know thousands of kids' lives. And again, it's another great example. Secondarily, I want to point out, and then I'll give you the website for that. And that is that I I uh, recently, well, right before my father passed, we were playing golf and we were talking about the importance of building. And at that point, we were talking about our golf schools and. Where we, were, where we were going to put and build the first Billy Casper Golf School, which ended up being in St. George, Utah. 
But as we were riding around in the cart and discussing this, I'll never forget it. I can see the twinkle in his eye, and I can see and hear exactly the way he said it. But he slapped me on the knee, and he said, isn't it fun to be building something and giving back? And he just had this smile, almost like almost like you'd imagine Santa Claus with a little twinkle in his eye. And, and it really struck home with me that he was excited about the being, you know, raising funds for all of these children through the Youth Foundation. He was excited about giving back and teaching others. Um, he had as much passion for that uh, in his later years as he did for playing the game of golf itself. And um, and so for the both of those um, you know reasons and, and explanations, I suppose the Billy Casper Youth Foundation is going to continue ongoing, continue to have a golf tournament yearly. Um, people can check it out at billyskids.com and find out more about the information uh, on the tournament. Uh, but I can promise you, after 26 years of being involved, uh, you won't be disappointed. It's uh, it's just a wonderful, wonderful day and a great day to meet others uh, in the business. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, the other thing I just want to uh, quickly point out, just to, to give you an idea of just how, how well it's done, is over those, uh, you know, 26-plus uh, years um, since, they, since the foundations began, um, it, it's been able to raise uh, between 3 and $4 million for a number of uh, children's charities all over the United States, and of course, you play an active role with the foundation as well, both uh, as a professional golfer and fundraiser. So, um, you know, it just goes to show you. And, and this is something too that you know, golf in general has always been great for doing that. But um, people like your father, and of course, there are others out there as well uh, of his generation that have done uh, similar. Um, but it just shows you that it wasn't all about winning trophies and and playing golf. I mean, that was a, a, a really a vessel that he used and enjoyed doing, um, but took, as you said, as much passion and excitement about going out and, and doing something for others. And that just, uh, again, gives a, a testament to uh, his character and the type of band that uh, your father was. Yeah, you know, the one thing I have to say about our industry, Ted, is that we are very, very, very lucky or very blessed because I don't know many industries that have so many of their top, professionals that really give a lot of their time uh, and money to foundations and charities and nonprofits. And I'm sure if you were to add up how many people give back throughout the golf world and amongst professional golfers um, and the PGA itself, um, you know, it really is dramatic and uh, it's nice to be able to make a dramatic difference in people's lives that need it. Yeah. And, and, and that, you know, that I think um, really kind of sums it up. I think that it, it, it gives you a, a sense of, of purpose uh, and fulfillment. I think there's nothing greater than being able to do something for somebody else, um, you know, as opposed to all about me. And, and again, you know, as I alluded to earlier, you know, in today's society, unfortunately, there's that mentality of, you know, what can I get or what can, you know, what can I do for myself? And, you know, I, I wish that we had more of it. And, and it, certainly there are a lot out there, and I don't want to say that there isn't anybody, um, but I wish there were more people like your father, uh, you know, that, that would go out and, and really look at others uh, and not so much inward. And I think that we would find things would, would be much better. 
Uh, I want to talk about uh, a little bit about um, your golfing uh, side of things for a little bit. Um, I know you've got some other new projects on the go as well, and we're going to talk about those in a little bit, but um, I want to give you an opportunity to talk about. Now, obviously, uh, in addition to, to playing some great golf yourself, uh, a chip off the old block, if you will, um, you're also a great uh, instructor, and I've had the opportunity to uh, to get out there and, and teach the, your craft, if you will, uh, amongst some great, uh, great individuals out there. Talk a little bit about um, Byron Casper Golf. Well, you know, I... Um... Iron Casper Golf really goes all the way back to uh, the San Diego Golf Academy, what's now known as the Golf Academy of America. And um, to be absolutely 100% honest, I had always used that education as a fallback because I always wanted to go and play. But circumstances changed uh, right around my 30th and 31st birthday um, to where I really needed to find something that was going to keep me home uh, at night, uh, have me home for dinner, etc. And I was living in Scotland at the time, and I just had a golden opportunity to become the uh, head, head pro and um, a club fitting guy for uh, Heritage Golf of St. Andrews in St. Andrews, Scotland. And it really was almost uh, a, a light bulb moment for me, uh, Ted, because up until that that moment in time, I hadn't had a lo- whole lot of time for teaching. Um, and yet, as soon as I, I literally taught my first student, I realized that, wow, there's something to this. I, I just enjoyed it so, right. so much. And so fast forward, um, you know, to when I opened up Golf Tech in Salt Lake City, Utah, and then uh, opened up my own golf school uh, at Thanksgiving Point, and uh, and it took all of that time, uh, over a decade, before my dad really noticed that I was making an impact in the teaching world. And that's when he came to me and we uh, decided we were going to go into business <clears throat> together and started the Billy Casper Golf Schools. And when he passed away, uh, the Billy Casper Golf School stayed in St. George, Utah, and everything became Byron Casper Golf. And it's been... Uh, kind of a, a little bit of a tightrope at times, uh, promoting Byron Casper and Byron Casper Golf along with my a very famous father. Uh, but I wouldn't have it any other right. way because I'm very, very proud of where I come from, um, very proud of both my mom and my dad and the skills and the gifts that they gave me. And I feel that, you know, part of Byron Casper Golf is giving back to the golf world whether they be students or corporations um, or even appearances. I'm doing two different golf uh, uh, golf tournament appearances in the next three three weeks. And um, any way that I can give back to people in the golf world and help them uh, with my inside knowledge, uh, it really is my pleasure to, to do that. And so I guess Byron Casper Golf is an amalgamation of uh, the Billy Casper Golf Schools, uh, Byron Casper Golf, uh, golf schools, as well as consulting uh, on golf courses and helping uh, corporations where they need with their golf uh, entities. Yeah, and it's, uh, you know, as you said uh, very eloquently, it's it's really wearing many hats sometimes. Um, you know, obviously, you, yes. know you have a passion for playing the game, um, but you also uh, enjoy uh, exchanging that and sharing that knowledge that you've learned not only from your father but on your own journey in life, uh, being able to share it with the many students that you've had the opportunity to work with over the years and will continue to work with. And, and again, 
that's really a testament to you now, um, something that you've learned um, besides the game from your father is a willingness and an eagerness to give back to others and share the knowledge that you've learned uh, over your time thus far and continue to learn uh, and being able to share that and pass that, that uh, you know, legacy on, if you will. And uh, I, I have no doubt that uh, I'm sure your father uh, looking down is, is very, very proud uh, of his son for all of not only the accomplishments, but just the, the man that you've become. So um, kudos, my friend, to, to all that you're doing and, and continue to do. Um, well, you know, thanks, Ted. There's I, also I want to say that, that. Sorry, go ahead. Thanks. I, yep. No, I just wanted to say thank you, and also wanted to just say that you know it it really is. I think if the one thing that I had to say that set me apart from most people in golf is that I have the best of both worlds. I know what it's like to stand on a driving range and teach because I love it and have a passion for it, but I also know what it's like to caddy on the tour for a famous father and see that that side and that level of golf and so i think that you know i'm very blessed and i want to make sure and and say that that i am very blessed to be able to have both of those sides to what i can offer so i uh, thank you for pointing that out yeah and and also too you know let's give credit where credit is due um y- your mother also has had a hand in this as well i mean she's been very supportive uh, oh. over the years of, of obviously your your father um billy but uh uh, you as well, and continues to be an integral part of, of your life. And, um, you know, she's done so many things behind the scenes that have helped you to, to grow and, and nurture into, you know, to the young man that you are now. Um, 100%. And, you know, Absolutely. So, yeah, so we, yeah, so we have to give a, a shout-out to Shirley Casper for, for all of her uh, efforts and, and hard work and in and, and helping to, to grow the Casper family. And uh, so, well, so thank me, you for, can I for say all this that you about do as well. Real quick? Sure. Yeah, you, can I say you certainly this, can. Yeah, can I say this about her real quick? Um, you know, the one thing about my mom, and my dad would have, you know, gone on for a long time about how wonderful she is. And she really is, uh, you know, one of the most brilliant, brilliant women that, that, that I've ever met. What she's juggled is 11 kids, a famous husband, um, and a youth foundation. And um, and then her own life, and so um, I think that 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 would be impressive, um, you know, in any in any respect. But the one thing that I I want to say more than anything is that my mom gave my father the ability to go out and do what he did best, and that really sums it up. Without her, he yeah. wouldn't have had the ability to go out and play golf and not worry about anything going on at home. And so, you know, kudos to, to partners who, you know, keep the fort down both in the sports world and Mm -hmm. military for that matter, um, that hold the fort at home, uh, while their partner's off doing what they have to do. Yeah, exactly. Well said and, uh, well-deserved, um, praise, uh, for your mother. Um, uh, I, I had the pleasure, you know, when I spoke with your dad and he did very fondly, uh, speak of, of, uh, of course his wife and, and all of the, the things that she had done over the years to, to not only encourage, but to, to just be there and be supportive and, um, you know, in all of his endeavors and, and was an integral part in, in helping him achieve the many goals and, and things that he did. It wasn't all just him out in the golf course. Uh, it is a partnership and a, t- a teamwork, if you will. Um, each playing, you know, their own part, but nevertheless, it's it's a partnership, and 
and obviously he was very grateful and proud and, and honored to um, to be alongside her for so many years. And um, I'm sure that uh, that she felt the same way as well. Um, mm-hmm. I want to I want to move on to something that I know that you've uh, I mentioned in the opening uh, credits, of course, um, links to freedom. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. But just before uh, I let uh, you say a few things about it, I want to just read something out that you had sent me uh, so that people have just a little bit of understanding what Links to Freedom is. And then I'll give the website and then I'll let you uh, expand on that. Uh, Links to Freedom is a golf rehabilitation program uh, using golf to help, of course, our wounded military, both active and vets. Uh, It was started by Lieutenant Colonel Rob Kuhn and uh, Steve Greiner, who is also a PGA uh, professional, to help the soldiers recoup uh, after being injured. Uh, it has grown uh, to four states in the last two years, including uh, Maryland, Virginia, Utah, California. And you, Byron, of course, uh, are the U.S. Golf Ambassador of Links to Freedom and also the uh, Director of the uh, San Diego Chapter. Um, so let's talk a little bit about that. How did that come about for you? And uh, maybe you can tell a little bit more about specifically what the uh, organization does. And let me first say, and I'll, I'll give this to you now, but uh, for those of you listening to the show, don't go to the website quite yet. Wait till the show is over uh, and do that. But the, link, uh, the website link is linkstofreedom.org, www.linkstofreedom.org. And I'll give that out again a little bit later on the broadcast. Uh, but hold off from going there right now. You can go after the show and check it out. Um, so Byron, tell us a little bit about uh, Links to Freedom and how that came about and a little bit about the organization and, and how you uh, uh, became involved. Yeah, thanks, Ted. You know, Links to Freedom is uh, something, again, that came as a wonderful surprise. Um, you know, I've, I've wanted to give something back separate to the Billy Casper Youth Foundation and work with um, some groups. And, you know, I do a few charity tournaments a year with different groups, including the Randy Jones uh, Foundation. But I... Um, I just wanted to do something a little bit more, I suppose. And I was approached by Lieutenant Colonel Rob Kuhn um, and asked, and they were talking about opening up a San Diego chapter, and I just happened to be managing uh, two golf courses. And that's really how it started. I uh, had known Rob uh, a little bit before, um, trusted him. And when they initially said, let's start a chapter, let's get a first session going, I was all on board and thought that I would just dedicate a little bit of time to it and then let the assistant pros uh, handle it. And, uh, boy, was I in for a surprise. Um, (laughs) From the first moment that I stood on the driving range uh, working with 18, I guess it was more like 14 um, young men and women that were all about my kid's age that had been injured in the line of uh, and were recovering, um, just seeing the excitement in their eyes going through a golf lesson and hitting their, their first ball in a lot of their cases uh, was exciting and incredible. And that's what really sets Links to Freedom apart, if, in, in my opinion. Uh, Links to Freedom isn't just a fun, let's go out and play the game and, and meet and greet people. Links to Freedom is really a golf rehabilitation tool uh, or using golf as a rehabilitation tool. Um, it's getting these uh, active uh, military as well as uh, veterans uh, involved in just getting out of the house, getting out of the hospital, getting some fresh air, trying something new, um, having some fun. And right before Christmas, I had a, a wonderful experience where a, 
uh, young sergeant, uh, as he was hitting balls, said, looked over at me and said, you know, he goes, when I don't, when I'm hitting balls, I'm not thinking about painkillers. I'm not thinking about how sorry my life is. I'm just having fun. Thank you so much. And then as an afterthought, he said, I wish my kid could see me right now. And you know what? I just, it just felt like somebody had taken my heart and tripled it in size. And I was so excited <laughs> to be able to make a difference in um, in in his life. And, you know, it, golf is not, you know, brain surgery, but it is a very, very good tool to help rehabilitate in a slow way uh, with proper instruction as well as create confidence in their their ability to get out and be around people and not only socialize, but, again, try something new. So I, I'm a huge, huge fan of Links to Freedom. As you said, I'm the director of the San Diego chapter. Uh, we have sessions starting again this year uh, in March. Um, and we have four uh, going on right in four different states right now. And we hope to grow, um, you know, over the coming years and help many, many more people. Yeah, and and what a a great honor to be involved with an organization like that. Um, you know, Byron, I know uh, over the years since doing this program, I've had the opportunity to speak with uh, a few individuals who um, served in the military and have some way uh, gotten involved in golf, um, and and both would attest to exactly what you just talked about, um, how therapeutic it, it's been not only for them but for many of the other veterans. You know, I think one of the, the difficulties, and I'm sure that, that um, the founders of uh, Links to Freedom would, would concur with this, um, but both Rob and, and Steve would probably concur, that one of the, the difficulties for a lot of the, the veterans coming back, um, and even those that have, have been back for many, many years from, from earlier deployments, uh, is that sort of re-engagement into, um, back into what we would call um, traditional society. I mean, they've been over-serving for many, many years, many deployments, that sort of thing. And, uh, you know, they are sometimes asked to do things that are very, very difficult, very stressful. So when they come back and that element has now been removed, sometimes it, it's been a struggle for them to integrate. So really what you're able to do, and, and uh, we're going to get some, some additional help in, in answering this question because I see that we've got uh, another guest that's going to be joining us, uh, Steve Greiner, one of the founders of Links to Freedom. So let me bring him on, and I'm sure he's going to do a better job than I will of, uh, of explaining uh, really what the program is about and, and how it's helped uh, many of the, uh, the veterans coming back. So let me bring on uh, Steve that's Greiner great. is uh, one of the, the founders uh, of Links to Freedom. Good evening, Stephen. Hey, Welcome to Golf Talk Live. How you doing? We're doing Thanks. very well. You're on here, of course, uh, with uh, Byron Casper, uh, the National uh, Golf Hi, Ambassador Steve. and uh, Director of the San Diego Academy site. Well, great. Thanks for having me. Well, we're honored to have you, and, and thank you. Um, Steve, I was just sort of explaining, and maybe you can do a better job of it, um, Byron sort of laid out the groundwork a little bit about what Links to Freedom does and that, but I was starting to, to talk about, you know, some of the many challenges that I know that you've experienced uh, with the veterans that you're working with as they come back from various deployments or even some of the older veterans that have been back from much earlier times. Um, sometimes it's been a struggle uh, integrating back into to traditional society. 
So how has your organization been able to sort of help bridge that gap and, and getting the, the, the veterans uh, reengaged again? And, and what are some of the things that you're doing through the program? Well, I think uh, a lot of what happens for us is just golf's unique nature. Golf for people coming back that have experienced combat, and then they come back and and they get involved in a game that's played in such a beautiful atmosphere. And, and of course, they can do it with their family. They can do it with their friends. And um, so because their friends and their family are part of the healing process as well. So uh, now for me, I was in Washington, D.C. I was at a military golf course very close to the Pentagon. So we've had a lot of... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, advantages that maybe some would not have. We we had access to the doctors, we had access to the physical therapists, and uh, we learned that right. golf, uh, it's something they can do at their own pace. There's little risk of injury. Uh, it's very social. It really helps them come out of their shell. When I started to do this, yeah. uh, I thought it was about the golf, but what I what I found very quickly was it was about getting them out of their shell. And getting there's a lot of depression, uh, and even though people sometimes uh, associate wounded, ill, and injured with uh, prosthetics and visible physical injuries, uh, obviously uh, right. the wars that are happening now, a lot of IEDs, a lot of explosions. Their equipment protects them to some degree, but that that explosion yep. uh, causes you know traumatic brain injury, and then you. Uh, you have post-traumatic stress with that, and then you have a lot of depression. You have just that's where all the things come in with suicide and everything that you read about. So, you know, for for right. golf, uh, I'm just amazed at how good. Now, the goal is really it becomes a tool golf now any activity because their their therapy is going to be long term. The healing process isn't sure. you know. I come back and I'm in the hospital and boom, uh, they need something that's going to last a lifetime. A lot of the people still committing suicide are from Vietnam, uh, as I understand. Right. So, uh, and now yes. you have this the signature to the latest wars that we've been involved in is that traumatic brain injury and uh, with post traumatic stress. So, you know how how many years will this go on for with the the thousands of veterans that we have. So golf's perfect, and we want them to do anything, anything that gets them, you know, out of their dark place, out of their house. Uh, self-medicating is a big issue, and uh, I don't profess right. to – I didn't serve in combat. Uh, I I have been allowed into their world probably about as much as, uh, you know, people are allowed. You know, that's something that they've been through. It's, it's hard for me to even relate. I, I can't imagine, but – uh, but I've gotten to know, uh, being in Washington, many people that uh, lost comrades, lost buddies in their unit that were killed. And, and uh, three people in our program since I've started it, we started back in, I guess, formally around 08 or 09. I was even helping guys before that. And uh, three people in our program attempted suicide, and, and one did. So... Uh, we assist in rehabilitation. We're not doctors, but we offer we offer a really strong support group with golf's very unique benefits. 
anything from jobs to helping with finances, uh, raising money for kids' educations, uh, to the coaching and the mentoring that golf professionals are highly trained for and so good at. So hopefully that gives you an idea of what uh, of what I've experienced in the years that I've been doing this. Yeah, you said it perfectly. And you know, uh, and Steve, Wonderful. by all means, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, but yeah, that was well said. What I think too that that a lot of people um, don't understand. You know, you talked about some of the physical injuries that that many of the the uh, veterans, uh, both in past deployments and, and obviously uh, more current deployments, uh, experience are, are much easier to overcome the physical um, deficiencies that they may have experienced through through injury than it is through the post traumatic stress. And I think the other thing, as I said, that golf is allowing you to do the the, the tool, as you said is allowing them to, to bridge that gap. Because one of the things that I've heard, I've spoken to many veterans since they've come back. We have a, uh, an organization locally here in Panama City Beach, Florida, that, that reaches out to, to many of the veterans and that. And, you know, one of the things that, that I've heard them say as well is that when they come back, because during their deployments, they are engaged in so many day-to-day and hour-to-hour challenges that when they come back, that element has been removed and they don't feel engaged. They don't feel um, stimulated or challenged. So I think what golf has done is uh, as, as you know, and, and Byron, we know uh, as golf professionals that golf allows you to be challenged when you're out in the car. Co- it, it causes you, you have to think it's not just hitting the ball around the golf course. I mean, there's obstacles there. You've got bunkers exactly. and, and water hazards and so forth. So, you know, you have to sometimes, navigate that and as you said it's it's not just sort of coming back and uh, and you know that's it they're now being re-engaged in a new way in a way that's helping them therapeutically sort of transition back into civilian life um, for those that maybe are no longer in the military and have served their time and and now want to move forward in a different area in their life so uh, it sounds to me and, and as you also said Steve that you've got other things available through the program in addition to the golf um, instruction and playing and that sort of thing as you're helping in financial needs and, uh, and medical needs and, and also extending it to their families as well. So it's not just about the individuals that have served, but it's also about the whole family unit um, because they all have to heal together. It's not just the one individual because the family is affected um, you know, when, when their loved one comes back from a deployment. So um, kudos, Steve, to you and Rob for, for um, putting this organization together. And I have a question for you, and, and Byron, by all means, uh, I want you to chime in as well. Um, if there are other professionals, obviously you want to continue and expand. You're in four states right now. Um, if somebody listening to the program that's maybe in the golf industry would be interested in, in somehow developing uh, part of the Links to Free Freedom um, organization, maybe in a different state, how would they go about doing that? And what are you looking for? What specifically are you looking for uh, in, in their uh, way of assisting you? Uh, well, if someone's interested in supporting us, that, you know, each location could have different needs. So, uh, and in fact, we're slated to phase in three additional states uh, this year. So by the end of 2018, if all goes well, we'll be uh, up to seven or more locations. So we do have a website, uh, links to freedom.org. Byron, Byron may have mentioned that. And uh, yes, they can go through links to freedom.org and, and get uh, my email or Rob's email and, and uh, uh, contact us. 
because, uh, you know, a lot of what we need is funding, like a lot of sure. uh, charities and a lot of uh, good programs for the military. You know, uh, we're, we're all trying to raise the funds to make these programs available as opposed to them, you know, all being done through the military or through the government or, or through the taxpayer. Mm-hmm. We're, we're trying to do this, uh, you know, voluntarily with people that really care. And uh, so a lot of it is funding, but in some places it's making sure we have enough golf equipment, making sure we have enough volunteers. Uh, sometimes it's making sure we, we have enough uh, pros. And so, uh, so the needs can be different. If there was an area that doesn't have a program and they're interested maybe in having one, again, they, they, would, uh, they could uh, contact us through our website or uh, my email is griner at linkstofreedom.com, and we would help them because uh, we, we do a lot in, in the years that I've been doing this. We have been contacted by others, and they may want a program, and we give them advice. So, so sometimes it works sure. both ways, where where we'll give them advice, we'll tell them, you know, what we've experienced. Um, one of the challenges is getting participants to the program. Now we've been pretty good at it. However, we've been fortunate enough to be associated a lot with uh, active duty warrior battalions and warrior units. Uh, but a lot of them get right. medically discharged, and now they're out there, and they're not under the, you know, the, their commanders and their, the people in the military that were keeping an eye on them. And in some cases, their job was to was to get better so they can go back, hopefully, to their unit. Well, a lot of that is now gone. Yep. So you have to try to find them through newsletters at the American Legion or Disabled American Veterans or the VA hospital. And so uh, so that just gives you a little idea. But we we uh, definitely will accept any kind of support that, that we can get, and we'd be happy to help uh, any areas uh, get a program if they don't have one. Perfect. And as you already pointed out, perfect. Yeah, and also, too, if they're interested, as you said, uh, obviously the, there's funding uh, challenges as well as to, to manpower and that, um, but they can go to the website and learn about that as well. If somebody's interested, maybe a corporate sponsor or a corporate donor, they can go to your website, Links to Freedom, and find out uh, .org, excuse me, uh, about some of the opportunities if they want to uh, you know, supply some funds to help uh, with some of the equipment and some of the financial challenges that you face as well, correct? Yeah, our programs are very volunteer, uh, like a lot of groups that are doing no-cost programs uh, that would be 501-related or charitable-related. Um, they're very right. volunteer-oriented. And, and I, I would add that a lot of companies today are encouraging, might even be associated with millennials, if you will, but a lot of companies right. and, and millennials – like to get involved in in the different causes and uh so i've had a lot of corporations say that we want to get involved and yeah we would love to to give you you know a check and all that but what we really want is we would like to offer our employees to get involved with your organization and come to the program and and right get involved in supporting getting to know that particular person or or people that are in the program 
And so uh, I'm really sensing uh, this is a great time. Uh, the it's very heartening to me uh, the the level of support now maybe. Being in Washington, so many are in the military, but I, I do travel a lot, and it is amazing to me how many people want to help, and I, I think it's wonderful. When I was, uh, I'm 58, but when I was a kid, I don't know that a lot of that was maybe happening for the guys from and gals from Vietnam, but uh, maybe the mindset right. was a little different. I don't mean that critically. But but today, I, right. I just feel as though whatever people believe about whether we should or shouldn't be engaged in things, uh, it's very heartening to me, the the the, uh, the open arms and the the emotions and the willingness to volunteer and help. Uh, it, it's just been wonderful. And so, uh, but there's a lot of that uh, where people just don't want to donate money. They actually want to help conduct the program. Yeah, and that's that's really uh, something that's equally needed as well as to to the funding. Well, Steve, I want to thank you for for hopping on uh, with us and and talking a little bit uh, in more detail about the links to freedom. And I appreciate you doing that. And um, much continued success. And and I will certainly do what I can to to help spread the word and and direct some traffic to your uh, to website and and let those uh, tuning into the program learn a little bit more. But I appreciate you uh, coming on tonight. And I thank you for all of the hard work and, and helping uh, the many uh, men and women uh, of the uh, military. Thank you for your for your service. Yes, thank you for supporting us and uh, give us an opportunity to tell our story. And uh, best wishes. Thank you, Steve. Thank you very much, Steve. Take care. All right. Um, very interesting. Um, you know, Byron. Um, you know the links to freedom organization and and uh, i'll give that uh, again i'll give that website out uh, a little bit later um before we close off tonight um but uh, obviously this is something um just one of the ways that uh, in addition to the many you're already doing um of giving back and you know just to add to what uh, steve was saying is you know i think that what really helps uh, and will help a lot of the veterans out there is to see that the community uh, is embracing, you know, and as you know, he pointed out, you know, regardless of, of what you may feel personally about any particular uh, deployment or not, um, these are still, you know, men and women, sons and daughters and fathers and husbands and wives um, mm -hmm. of and neighbors, um, and it's important as communities that we reach out and uh, and and offer, um, you know, our service, if you will, in, in helping them transition back in and just. Um, coming back into to the community um and in some way oh, yeah. and i think this is a, a great start yeah so uh, well, anything you, know, you yeah, want to add it's, it's to working with people in the local area yeah i, I was just going to say that i think that i think that that's key i love the fact that the chapters are in uh areas where there is a large military population and um and so there's a lot of people to help and there's also a lot of support um, so, I, you know, I think it's wonderful. Um, just to touch briefly on Links to Freedom, um, we have been working on a program called Links to Freedom Kids because you pointed out as well as Steve that healing together as a family is so important. And, um, and so we have uh, tentatively partnered up with the first T here in Utah to test out the first Links to Freedom Kids program utilizing the first T uh, instructors and uh, curriculum, 
And so we're very excited to be testing that out here in Utah and hopefully rolling that out across the country. But there is a common theme here, and that is helping uh, our active and uh, veteran uh, military uh, men and women and their families uh, just get back to as much normalcy as possible after uh, their injuries. And I I can't think of anything that's more worthy uh, than helping families and helping them do that. So. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and as I said, I've um, the particular area that, that I'm living in right now it has a very, very strong uh, military, not only presence uh, with active uh, military bases, but very, very strong support uh, for its veterans um, and actually has been recognized nationally a number of times uh, for its support. So, um, you know, and, and it's not just to the individuals who have served, but to their families. Um, they do a lot to to extend out to the families as well here uh, in in our local uh, community. So um, something definitely to to um, take a look at and find a way that maybe you can be involved and do that uh, for the listeners out there. Uh, again, that website is www.linkstofreedom.org. That's linkstofreedom.org. Check it out. Um, lots of opportunities to get engaged and uh, see if you can find a way to help out, um, not only spreading the word, but uh, maybe help out volunteer if, uh, if it's in your area, um, or maybe you know some people in, in the area of, of one of the um, uh, programs that they're running, um, and help them uh, get engaged. It, it's certainly a worthwhile cause, and it's a, as I said, it's a community effort. Um, something else, that, Byron, that Thank you've you that, talked Tom. to me about recently, and I know, yeah, you're very welcome. Um, that you've talked to me about here recently and obviously very excited. And I know it's not um, quote unquote golf related, um, but I wanted to give you an opportunity to talk about it because uh, much like the links to freedom that reaches out and and helps in a charitable way, uh, this particular organization uh, dynamic script um, that you uh, talked to me about here recently, and we'll give that information out here in a moment too, um, is another way that you've decided to become active uh, involved with, and let me just read something out here very quickly, Byron, and then I'll, I'll get you to chime in and talk a little bit more. Uh, mm-hmm. Dynamic, Dynamic Script is the world's most successful fundraising group. Uh, this program allows uh, charities, foundations, and nonprofits to raise money and uh, with zero outlay. Uh, Byron, of course, now owns a Dynamic Script agency and is working with uh, uh, six charities and building, as you put it, uh, in helping their fundraising activities. And, um, you know, what really better way than somebody who is already in an organization and in a, in a, um, uh, an industry that really thrives on fundraising and charity opportunities through the golfing community. Um, so this is sort of a, a great feather in your cap to add this to your repertoire, if you will, to get out and help some of the many charities that you work with, both in and out of the, the golfing industry. So tell us a little bit about that. How did that come about? And uh, for those that might be interested, um, how can they learn more? Yes, of course. You know, this is really exciting. Uh, I've been looking for a way to help large groups of people and multiple charities. Like I said, I play in a lot of charity golf tournaments yearly, um, and I think it's it's something that I've really noticed over the last two years and that it's getting harder and harder for these charities and foundations and nonprofits to raise the money they need in, in order to continue to make the impact that they are. And so oftentimes, in my experience in working with nonprofits, oftentimes when it comes to fundraising, they have to go outside the box. They have to go to a third party 
and pay large consultant fees in order to get them to go out and raise hundreds of thousands or millions or whatever the number is. Um, and charities and foundations just don't have that nowadays. Uh, it really is something that they have to be so careful with their budgets, more, more you know, today than ever. So Dynamic Script is really simple. It is a, a way for a nonprofit or a foundation or a charity, um, any of those, to get involved at zero cost, to have an app made for them, specifically for them and their supporters, and a way for their supporters to not only save money on all of their normal purchases, but to be able to dictate how much they want to give back. So an example would be taking your, you know, girlfriend or wife um, to a, uh, a dinner and using the Billy Casper Golf or the Links to Freedom app to pay for my dinner and getting a rebate that I get to dictate how much I want to give back. So with both of those, I would give back 50%. And so 50% of the rebate that I'm getting which can be anywhere from 7 to 15%, I can split with that charity that I support. And so for the first time, people are yep. actually on, on the user side. You can use services and shops that you would normally use and get a rebate and give back to your local or national charity, which whichever one you want to support. So really it's giving back without – um, having to give back. It's giving back from your rebates, and they add up over time. So I would just suggest that anybody that is interested, check out the link, and then uh, send me a, a message personally. Um, I will guide them through it. Uh, if it's something that they're interested in, then I will get them in front of the right right person, and they can go from there. Yeah, and you know, what was interesting about it, and, and well said, Byron, what was interesting about it, you know, when we were talking uh, here not too long ago about it, and you, you first uh, sort of introduced it to me uh, as to you what the, this particular project you were working on, what I liked about it is, you know, a lot of people uh, certainly donate to different charities and that, but a lot of times, um, you know, it may be involved uh, or required to, you know, send a check or visit a specific location and give it that particular time. And with so many time restraints and, and other activities going on, this is a great way, a very easy and convenient way and a very technology driven way to be able to accomplish the same thing. And more, in fact, you know, some te people may, you know, for argument's sake, uh, may give a um, hundred dollars or a couple hundred dollars, or maybe even a thousand, depending on their budget um, over the course of a year. Uh, to you know to their favorite charity or charities uh, or fundraising uh, um, opportunity but what's interesting about this particular um, way that dynamic strip has, has set this up is you can give to that charity or or help to that fundraising uh, opportunity all year long, long um, just by shopping at some of your favorite uh, outlets and favorite uh, organizations whether it be for dinner or whether it be um, you know uh, other things because we all we all shop we all have to buy things uh, periodically throughout the year and on a fairly regular basis and this gives you an opportunity to be able to um, not only get discounts at many of these uh, retailers um, that are available and there's I mean literally tons of them available and you can mention a few if you want in a moment but it also gives you an idea of uh, again once receiving that rebate um, you can donate up to even a hundred percent if you choose 
um, to your favorite charity or fundraising um, uh, prospect. So yeah, it gives you an absolutely. opportunity to give give all year long. And uh, and it's actually kind of fun, really. When I thought about it after, I thought, you know, that's kind of fun because it obviously gives you a, a count of what you've been doing. And every time you go out, it's, it's like, you know, throwing money into the charity piggy bank, if you will, all year long. So it's kind of exciting. And, and um, at the same time, you're also reaping a benef- uh, double benefit because you're getting discounts yourself at the various suppliers that are, that are affiliated with it, um, and there are many. Um, but you're also doing something, and it's not just a matter of writing out a check. It's, it's an ongoing process, and as you said, it can multiply very, very quickly. And it's also beneficial for the organizations that are also reaping uh, the benefit uh, on the charity side um, because it's not costing them anything, and it's very economical for people to get involved in it. So um, I, I think oh, it's a very great way. So. And, and, uh, yeah, uh, and, and I'm yeah, certainly yeah. Uh, you know, very excited about it as well. Um, go ahead. If there's anything else you want to add about it. Yeah, Ted, you know, it's uh, a couple things. One is that it is a wonderful way for a foundation or charity or any nonprofit really to uh, maximize the support uh, with absolutely zero outlay. In other words, they don't have to spend any money um, out of their own pocket. Um, their membership mm-hmm. will uh, get to support that charity by that charity's app or by membership of that charity's app for $25 a year. So it's an extremely minimal support. $10 of that $25 membership immediately goes back to the charity of their choice. And to give you a real-world example, um, I, pr- I not only am working with charities, but I personally use uh, the app and use it to shop for various things. And I recently, as in this morning, had to buy something online uh, that cost about hundred and I think it was about $180. Uh, so I went and mm-hmm. used the app. I got a 7% rebate. Um, that instantly went into my wallet, my e-wallet, and I got to choose from that rebate how much I wanted to give back to either Billy's Kids or Links to Freedom. And it really was right. a seamless process that happened really easily. Yeah. And that's just, a, again, a real-world example of how easy it is. I got to save money. I got to give back. And it was very, very simple. We all use apps every single day of our lives. This is another app. Right. This one will save you a ton of money as you shop, and you'll be able to give back. And everybody loves giving back so, yeah, and, um, and getting rewards. Yeah, it, it's, it's really revolutionizing, I think, the way that people um, deal with charities. You know, traditionally, as I said, you know, people would write a check or send in a donation, uh, and there are certainly lots doing that. But I think in today's society, with, especially with a lot of the uh, younger generations coming up, they're very technology-driven. This is an easy way for them to be able to be engaged as well and, and almost really not have to think about it. I mean, the, the app pretty much takes care of everything for them. So it's just a matter of them t- shopping, which they obviously love to do, uh, and get some good bargains out there. But it's also a way for them to feel like they're giving back as well um, without having to actually sit down and write out a check. It's all done electronically, as you said. Uh, and they get to choose how much they want to do um, uh, at any given time. So, um, it, you know, it's a win-win for, uh, obviously, um, the individuals, as you said, but it's also um, a, a great uh, um, opportunity for many of the charities and, f- and fundraising programs that are out there 
uh, a way of, of well, actually both on the national marketing and, and, promoting, and local promoting. level. Right. Yeah, right. on both the national and the right. local level. The beauty of this and the beauty of the digital marketplace and these, this app is that this is as practical for a school fundraiser. This is mm-hmm. practical for yep. any group, any nonprofit that has a group of people that want to support them and that also want to save money in their daily and weekly shopping. And it is, it's really right. wonderful to have a service that goes across the, the board that can help your large national charities as well as your local charities. And that's something that excites me as well. Yeah, and uh, I think it's a very interesting uh, concept, and I'm, I'm excited to, uh, to see how it unfolds over time uh, and continues to grow because I, I know obviously it, it's uh, very successful already, but as more and more people become aware of it. So um, just very quickly for those listening into the show, if you want to learn more uh, about that, as Byron said, um, visit www.dynamicscript.com and uh, you can learn more about uh, how everything works. And then if you want to reach out to Byron Casper, uh, he can help uh, walk you through the process and, and uh, answer any you know, questions that you may have, and uh, you can reach out to him as well. Um, but uh, I, I think it's great. Now, I want to end um, our show tonight, if, if we can. We've got a little bit of time here. Um, I know you've got some other things that, that you want to do as far as um, you know, we talked, and I don't know whether you want to uh, get into all this now or not, but, um, you know, you've talked about playing and, and obviously teaching that. Um, you've mentioned to me, and, and as I said, if you're not ready to, to open that door yet, uh, we can save that for the back burner for another time. But I know that you've talked about uh, you'd like to get into uh, a little bit more playing as well as, as the teaching side. Uh, can you share a little bit about that, or, or do you want to wait? You know, I you know to be honest with you, I think that I um, I, I don't mind touching on that real briefly. Um, yeah, I I turned okay. fifty. Um, it, it, as as surprising as it is to me, and um, I might say my <laughs> own mother, um, I uh, I turned fifty at the end of the month, and uh, and the game plan for me has always been that uh, when I turn fifty, uh, my uh, daughter will have been uh, will be grown up. She'll be twenty, and um, and so I absolutely wanted to try uh, try my game on the Champions Tour. Um, as we all know, as golf professionals, uh, when you go into the business side of golf, uh, your game suffers a little bit. And I've been up in Utah as well as San Diego as well as Arizona, uh, bouncing back and forth a lot over the last few months. And I'm going to continue to do so until uh, probably about the beginning of June. And then beginning of June, I'm going to take some time off and do nothing but just work on my game and uh, get ready and see what happens come this fall. So uh, I, I think I'll have another update for you um, Sounds uh, next good. time we talk. Uh, but right now I'm focused on the, these business uh, ventures as well as helping uh, these foundations maximize as much as we can over the next six months, and uh, and then I'll feel like I deserved a little bit of time to work on on the game and have some fun myself. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's uh, something that you definitely have to have some time aside to to be able to get uh, tour ready. And uh, but in the meantime, you're doing a lot of great work out there, Byron, and working with all these different organizations. Um, I know your your um, dad's tournament is going to be coming up in a few months. Do you want to give yeah? Do you want to give a quick plug on that? Um, do you know the dates offhand when uh, the tournament in San Diego is going to be uh, and, and any information you want to provide for that? 
yeah, it's the uh, it's always the first Monday in May, and the website again is billyskids.com. Uh, that's billyskids.com, and all of the information is on the website, including how to get involved either as a sponsor or uh, as a player, uh, as an individual player or as a team. And it really is a special event. Not only that, all you know, your money is going to go to a great cause and help children's charities that are supported by the Billy Casper Youth Foundation. But it really is an amazing tournament. I go to a lot of golf tournaments and a lot of pro-ams and a lot of charity tournaments. And, yeah, I suppose because Dad is who he is and our family has so much experience in the golf world, we can get it right a little bit uh, easier than some. But the gifts you're going to get, right. the tea prizes, the people you're going to be around, the golf course you're going to play, the food you're going to eat, Everything is just top-notch, and it's just a wonderful, wonderful way of supporting the Youth Foundation and having a great day out. So I urge everyone to check out the website, billyskids.com, and please get involved any way that you can. Yeah, and even for some reason, if you're not able to uh, um, uh, attend the event, uh, go to billyskids.com anyways. Uh, again, there's opportunities on there if you want to donate uh, and and uh, help out uh um, Billy Casper Youth Foundation in another way. So if you can't play in the, the tournament for some reason, um, there's no reason you can't uh, offer uh, services perhaps uh, or offer um, maybe some donations to help uh, the kids out there. I know that uh, obviously Billy would, would have appreciated that very much as does the rest of the Casper family. Well, my friend, uh, we're, we're going to close off uh, the first uh, episode of, of 2018 and I can't think of a better way to have started the year off than, than having you on board. Uh, to share uh, Thank this, you so much. Um, this yeah, opening show. And, and uh, as always, I want to wish you um, much continued success and, and happiness. And I know that we'll be in touch uh, many, many times throughout the year. Um, but uh, I want to thank you sincerely, Byron, for, for not only um, coming on the show, but being a good friend and, and doing the great work that you do and um, in your own right, uh, not just continuing the legacy of your father, but, but doing your own things as well. And and being quite successful at it and keep doing that. Uh, and uh, I look forward to having you come back again on uh, Golf Talk Live. Thank you so much, Ted. And, uh, and thank you to all your listeners and the people that follow your blog and your show. It really is my pleasure to uh, not only be your friend, but it's a pleasure to be able to to, uh, to talk with you and, uh, and to enjoy uh, how many things we have in common, uh, both golf as well as helping others. And uh, and so, yeah, let's grow the game. And let's build up each other. And, uh, and again, thank you so much, Ted, for having me on the show. Not a problem. And if you want to learn more about uh, my good friend, go to byroncaspergolf.com is his website. Make sure you check it out if you want to. Uh, maybe reach out and get in touch with him. You can find the information, the contact information, uh, or maybe if you're going to be in his area and uh, you're interested in uh, learning how to play this great game, uh, you couldn't find a better instructor out there. So go to Billy, uh, excuse me, ByronCasperGolf.com and uh, get in touch with Byron when you can. Um, thanks, my friend. Have a great uh, week, much continued success, and I will talk to you soon. All right. Take care and all the best. Yeah, you too. Thank you. All right, that was my very special guest, Byron Casper, uh, a good friend, as I said, and he is uh, not only a great golf professional uh, and a member of the International PGA, 
but also the co-founder, of course, of the Biller Casper Golf uh, Schools and Academies. And uh, more recently, he's become the National Golf Ambassador for Links to Freedom, uh, which is a great organization. And I'm going to give you um, some information here for those of you tuning into the show um, of where you can go. Uh, I'm going to give you all the websites that we talked about tonight and um, let you go and, and research them a little bit uh, as we wind down the show. Uh, again, if you want to learn more uh, about my good friend Byron Casper Golf, you can go to his website, byroncaspergolf.com, uh, and uh, get all the content information there if you want to reach out to him. Uh, also, if you're interested in either playing in the tournament uh, the first Monday of May, in support of the Billy Casper Youth Foundation, uh, the website there to learn more about the tournament and also ways that you can help out, uh, go to billyskids.com. That's billyskids.com and learn how you can help out the Billy Casper Youth Foundation. Uh, for those that want to uh, maybe help uh, our, our friends uh, in the military, both active and veterans, um, there's many, many ways and be supportive of all of the young men and women uh, who have uh, put their lives on the line for, for all of us uh, and be in support of, of a great organization, um, then I encourage you to go to linkstofreedom.org. That's linkstofreedom.org and learn how you can either help out, uh, volunteer, uh, and show your support for a great organization. And also, um, maybe if you're an opportunity that you can make a donation to help out in some way or fashion uh, to help a great organization as they continue to grow. Uh, again, that's linkstofreedom.org. Uh, excuse me. Uh, also, uh, as we talked about a few moments ago, uh, a great opportunity if you're belonging to a fundraising group, uh, maybe you're involved with a charity or foundation or some other nonprofit and you want to help them uh, raise money for that particular organization, um, then you might want to check out dynamicscript.com. That's dynamicscript.com. And again, you can reach out to uh, Byron Casper and learn more about that as well. But you can check out their website, uh, dynamicscript.com, and uh, find out a little bit more about that. It's a, a great opportunity for those that want to uh, help raise funds for their favorite charity. Or if you're uh, somebody that runs your own charity that may be tuning into the show, um, you might want to look into this as well as a, a great opportunity to reach out to many of your, your members and supporters of that charity um, and uh, find new ways of, of, of uh, reaching out to them and, and getting them to, uh, to participate in, in a fundraising uh, um, activity. So uh, dynamicscript.com. Well, this has been the first show of 2018, and, and uh, I've enjoyed it very much. It's good to be back on the air, and I'm going to be back, of course, next Tuesday with my good friend uh, and uh, LPJ professional Cindy Miller. Uh, we're going to have a great guest. Jane Blaylock is going to be joining us uh, next Tuesday on the blogtalkradio.com network. If you go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash women of golf uh, on Tuesday mornings from 9 to 10 a.m. Eastern, uh, you can hear us uh, talk with our many great guests. And something that we're going to be doing uh, also uh, beginning in March, uh, the third Tuesday of every month, um, we will be uh, having a panel discussion, very similar to the Coach's Corner panel. Uh, we're going to be inviting some great uh, industry leaders uh, and even some people outside the golf industry that, that maybe can uh, shed some light on some great ways uh, of all different aspects of the game and, and how to, to enjoy it. Um, we're going to be doing that, a great panel discussion on the third Thursdays, uh, or so, sorry, the third Tuesdays, uh, beginning in March, I believe the first one is March 20th, so you want to make sure you tune into that as well, but uh, we'll be back next week 
uh, with a great guest on the Women of Golf show here on the blogtalkradio.com network. Uh, also, next Thursday, uh, we will have another Golf Talk Live. Uh, we'll be here. I'll be back uh, with another great guest, my, my friend Brett Cohen uh, from New York, who was a great uh, fitness guru. Uh, he did some very special uh, guest spots on the Coach's Corner panel last year, and uh, he's going to be helping me to start out uh, uh, a new program as well. Uh, this year so he's going to be coming on uh, next Thursday so you want to make sure you stay tuned. got lots of great guests coming up here and as I mentioned at the beginning of the show March 1st will be the first uh, episode that will feature the new season of Coach's Corner panel Um, so we'll be doing a full broadcast uh, on March 1st Uh, Coach's Corner will start the broadcast for the first hour and then the second hour I'll be uh, interviewing a great guest uh, and that will carry out through to the end of the season. So you want to make sure you stay tuned for that. So mark that date down, March 1st. But in the meantime, uh, for the next couple of Thursdays uh, and listen to some great guests as we warm up, as I warm my chops up, if you will, uh, for a new season. Um, I want to thank all of the listeners worldwide for faithfully tuning in. Your support and and, uh, your well wishes uh, are very much appreciated and it's really – because of you and the many guests that uh, have come on the show, uh, many uh, very talented coaches and teaching professionals and authors and, of course, entrepreneurs stopping by. And it's really through all of your participation that have helped to make uh, Golf Talk Live a first-class show. Thank you very much for your kind words and support over the years. And um, uh, I will continue to do my best to make it interesting and engaging. Um, and, and just lastly, uh, before I sign off, what I would love to do is I would love to have all of you um, – feel free to reach out to me. You can, my email is ted.golftalklive at gmail.com. If you've got an interesting uh, topic for a show that maybe you would like me to do sometime through the year, by all means, um, feel free to reach out and, and make that suggestion, and I'll do my best to, uh, to make it happen uh, and work it into the schedule. Or maybe you know somebody in the golf industry, or maybe you're in the golf industry uh, in some capacity. You don't necessarily have to be a, a teaching professional or coach, uh, and maybe you'd like to uh, come on the show and, and be involved uh, by all means, you can reach out to me personally at ted.golftalklive at gmail.com, and I will uh, get back to you, and, and uh, we can maybe set something up. So please do that, and uh, feel free to call into the show during the live broadcast uh, anytime uh, on Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. Central. The number you can call into the broadcast during its live uh, performance is area code 646 716 And you can follow me on all social media, uh, Facebook, um, Twitter, and, of course, LinkedIn, uh, you can search it under my name or Golf Talk Live blog on Facebook is the other uh, page as well uh, that you can check it out there. Always update on social media every week. So uh, on that note, thank you to all the supporters, and uh, I will be back next Thursday right here on Golf Talk Live. God bless everybody, and thank you for listening. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.